0: Face-Off fans, and welcome to the bittersweet final episode ever of the Face-Off AfterBuzz TV After Show. We are talking about Face-Off Battle Royale Season 13, Episode 10, Through the Looking Glass, Part 2. Stick around. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the
1: ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh,
0: so bittersweet, it's the last time we're going to hear this awesome intro music. 13 seasons of Face Off. This is the final episode. We are talking about Face Off Battle Royale, Season 13, Episode 10, Through the Looking Glass, Part 2. I am your host, Elena Jordan,
1: for the last time ever. Oh! But joining me today, some good news! Nayeli Morales is here. Hello, Elena. Thank you very much for having me here. Things are going to get crazy today. We're on the last episode of Face Off ever. ever. We are,
0: and I got so excited, I just spilled my water everywhere. It
1: was a great reveal.
0: We all got (laughs) wet. Well, this is the final, final finale ever. And we got a little bit of what the contestants were going to be up against last week. We had the the screen test. They knew that their final challenge is going to be an Alice in Wonderland-inspired Lost Book Challenge. Yes. Uh, But this week, John Wynn, in addition to giving his feedback, also uh, let us know that there's going to be a big change to the script, and they're going to be adding a... a third third character as well. Alice herself is going to be making an appearance.
1: Of course, it just makes sense. You have to have Alice in the world of Alice in Wonderland. It just makes sense. But, you know, even, I would be surprised, 13 seasons in and still, when they throw these curveballs, man, it really gets you when you least expect it. Man, they had some really, really cool twists this week. Everybody a
0: little bit upset. Adding in that third character, because it is a lot of work. Walter especially said this is the worst thing that could possibly happen to him. But, again, bittersweet episode. They got some good news. Pretty phenomenal guest judge, Rick
1: Baker. Oh, my gosh, of course. Mr. Mr. Rick Baker, the one, the only Rick Baker. The phenomenal, the incomparable Rick Baker. The infamous, the timeless.
0: Which Rick Baker. We've seen Rick Baker on the show before. Yes. Um, he was on season nine, I believe, or Sees- eight. Um, It I- was the one
1: with Kalen and Adam and Sig and all of those guys. I can't remember which one like it was. I feel like it might have been season eight because Nora was on season nine, and I don't remember Rick Baker being uh, there yeah. for season it was. Nine. He was
0: there at the Vasco's Rocks.
1: Yeah, I think that was And Nora. that episode.
0: Rocked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they bring in Rick Baker as a special guest judge which is pretty cool and then in addition they get to pick an additional teammate teammate, yes, to help them out which only makes sense if you're going to have an, a third character thrown in this is a lot of work you're going you to have to add set all these hands. yeah you need some, some extra skilled hands of at course. that so they bring in Joe, Sasha and Kelly uh, oh. Jordan gets first pick he picks Joe Matt picks Sasha and Walter I did think it was sad though when Kelly's like you're stuck, stuck with, with me. me and Mackenzie's like "Oh,
1: yeah but you know <laughs> Kelly she's always like that she just she can laugh at I herself Kelly. And she's, she's amazing she's a
0: super chill person super which we already girl. talked about yeah. how that one creepy creepy makeup that you did is still oh. one of my all time favorites oh so. yes Kelly has definitely left her mark on the face-off world. Kudos, Um, darling. Kudos. (laughs) Now, this was a really, really cool challenge, too, because we got to see the actual video, the short film that John Wynn created, specifically with these guys. Uh, Now, before we get to the video, too, I just want to let our after-buzzers know, too, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows, from dramas to reality TV to sci-fi and more. There is no network that works hard to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you guys please subscribe to one or more of our channels. By doing so, your YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. Also, if you're worried about pesky notifications don't be. They're optional. You can turn those off. Hit subscribe right now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Go ahead. Hit the subscribe button. Do it. We'll wait. Okay, thank you, guys. Uh, Now, let us know that you did so in the comments below. We won't be able to thank you on air because this will be our final show ever. But we will shout out to you guys in the comments as well. And for now, thank you guys for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Now, I'm excited to take a look at this video. Let's toss it over. Let's see the short film that was created by John Wynn featuring First Jordan's Makeups, which his scene was the Garden Games. He was with Mel, Kevin, and Joe. They had the spring fox, the dapper grasshopper, and they're going to do an animal-like transformation, this white rabbit. Ah, I love the intro. It's cool, too, that we had these guys all at different times. They had the labs themselves because they're the same actress as Alice. Yes. So it makes sense that they were all at different times,
1: but... The same actress as Alice? Yeah, Alice played the same. No, it was actually. Uh, was it three? It was. Yeah, it was. They e- e- oh, all had their own models. The wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's see because I thought it was the same one. That's a no, testament yeah, to how good the makeup is and how good the actors are.
1: Yeah, Crystal did such an amazing job. It's I always appreciate when oh, we see the human this form
0: silhouette too. So this silhouette, this rabbit jordan wanted the ears to go in with the hair Mm -hmm. the grasshopper is absolutely exquisite look at that
1: oh that looks so good so naturally blended to her face i can definitely pick up that she is alice with her own unique style and i know they did have a little bit of trouble with the arms and the hands it was a last moment kind of like oh my god what's gonna happen i'll give you five minutes to pull some magic yeah. Go. Well, with this, too, uh, but this is what
0: I don't understand, though. They said that there were some problems with this character in particular, with Alice, and with the seam down her face. I don't even see the seam. I do not see I the seam, I didn't see what they were talking either. about. When they, when they mentioned it, they were saying, you know, this is really, this challenge is perfectly matched to Jordan's skill set because he is so whimsy and his characters that, you know, just are on the verge of whimsy in every challenge. This is perfect. Oh, and look at the fox. They're able to elongate that
1: snout. Yeah, and he did such a good job when he talks. You can see that the prosthetic piece moves with his face and is very natural, and that was one of the things that the judges were specifically looking for. Oh, like, Let's see when he talks, and sure enough, they killed it. They nailed it. It's natural movement. Well, Rick Baker, too, was mentioning that the snout, when you have it
0: long like that, it's difficult to make it look natural and make it look good, and they were able to add that additional prosthetic piece mm-hmm. to kind of heighten it out but still make it look natural was so we can pause here because we'll be going into the next one. But this one was absolutely incredible. I thought Jordan
1: just knocked it out of the park. The yes. grasshopper. The colors. just oh. the, the grasshopper has been one of my favorite characters within this. But it's just like they just kept making it better and better. And just finally perfecting it. And, and it just really picked up in the story. And I, I really appreciated all the characters within. It was great. And Kevin, too, adding that friendly plastic and making the little spikes for the mm-hmm. grasshopper leg,
0: it just added this extra dimension Love that dimensions. looked so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the details, yeah, but definitely. Amazing. And all the little pieces making it look like plated bug mm-hmm. armor almost. Yeah. I thought this was one of the, the more successful makeups ever on this show. I thought this was pretty in- impressive.
1: Yeah, their time execution was great. They were able to pre-paint a lot of the pieces, which I thought was cool, so kudos. Now, I think the only
0: problem, as you mentioned, was the hands, as Mel said, kind of look wrinkly and old, and they had yes. to kind of fix the... I think that is the only thing that kept Jordan from, from taking it, because... Mm. This one, I mean, he and Matt, I feel, were really neck and neck in this mm-hmm. challenge. And as Glenn said, you know, Jordan has taken every note we've given and has grown from it, which has made this an extremely hard decision because he's just improved every single week. And seeing the before and after of these characters, they they still kept the same kind of intrinsic components, but just looked absolutely incredible. It
1: really did. It really did. And the all the creature actors did an amazing job as well, so. Yes,
0: definitely kudos to the creature actors. Snaps to you guys. Absolutely phenomenal, of course. Our queen is still sitting right here, our yes. reigning queen. But Everybody was phenomenal. Everyone was great. Um, yeah, this one was really, really cool. They were saying, you know, Rick said that the, the fox was really fun and
1: that the snout worked well. And, and the fabrication that they did for the fox's outfit, it, was, it seemed very comfortable. Yeah. Even though it was really hot out there, they were saying. They made some comments about the heat and how the actors were sweating their prosthetics off, which usually happens a lot of the time. But I really enjoyed the fabrication that they did and the steps that they took. The fact that they went above and beyond and got
0: rid of all of the clothes and made full grasshopper legs and made and fabricated the full costume pieces themselves. I mean, that is a real testament to how talented these artists are because that is so much work to do. Oh, of course. In such a short amount of time. I mean, this was incredible. This was absolutely amazing and I love that Jordan was talking about his team when Glenn was saying that the teamwork was so great on this one. Was he said he couldn't have
1: asked for a better team, and that they um, were so happy, so energetic, and had his back. Definitely, and I know you know Mel really made sure to nail everything down and have a scheduling of everything because you know time is so crucial. Yeah, and it, you can I'm forget glad that they showed
0: that too because I think what they forget too on this show a lot is that the end goal, if you're not walking away with a hundred thousand dollars, is to continue to work in the industry Mm -hmm. and showing Mel's skill to be able to have that time management that a lot of creative people kind of lack the logistical aspect of Mm -hmm. it and kind of staying on task. I thought that was really cool that they showed that as well, because it's like, all right, Mel, you're keeping everybody everybody moving and making sure that everything looks good enough that you don't get to the end and you're just panicking.
1: Yeah, like, who didn't do this? Or why wasn't this done? Or, oh, no.
0: I just love it. Neville said all of the intentions were all very successful. Gorgeous silhouette on Alice and just a beautiful balance between the actress and the bunny. And the grasshopper just head to toe, so well executed. Jordan, amazing job. Definitely understand why you were a finalist because, wow wow. Wonderful. Absolute wonderlandiful. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Walter had Yvonne, Derek, and he chose Kelly, or had Kelly as his third teammate, and they had tea time, as we are enjoying now, even though I spilled my tea everywhere at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, fill it with hopes and dreams. Um, so they had the Ginger General and the Lollipop Ballerina, and then they had kind of this dessert-like transformation with Alice. Now, these guys struggled last week. Walter said this is the oh, most yeah. difficult he task he'd ever had, on the most difficult time he'd ever had on Face Off ever. Ever. For any of
1: the seasons. Yes. But they changed it and really, really knocked these characters out oh, of the park. Yeah, definitely. Especially with the Gingerbread Man character that he was supposed to come up yes. with. Yes. It has improved. So much, and it just was so sweet and nice. Yeah. And you just, he just he went from to terrifying
0: and like kind of this evil gingerbread man yeah. to being somebody that you would want to have tea with. in this kind of his own cookie monster, where he didn't want a stereotypical gingerbread man,
1: as he was explaining at the end. Definitely, and I- it, and you could, and I even feel that the icing looked very real itself. Like I could really feel like it was a three D actual. Well, not human, but Cookie Man.
0: Yeah. All, all of the characters, too, with Alice's hair looking like it was just made out of fondant. Uh-huh. It was. I absolutely love this. And the lollipop ballerina, I really love that they changed... The, the cowl and made it focus on the lollipops. I will say though, I agree with V that the back of the head looked the best mm-hmm. and it was kind of hidden by the giant cellophane kind of collar piece that
1: they made. But they were able to get such a nice shot of it. It was like the perfect back shot that how he was say, how Glenn said it looked like wrapper like yeah. a lollipop. It did look pretty amazing. It was amazing. so nice. I really, really. They wrapped it up nicely. Yeah, they wrapped it so up. So here, let's take a look
0: at. There's... Oh, there she goes. Now, They're V said tits. that the eye makeup on this was too much. And I do see where she feels like the blue is a little too heavy. I will give them that. I feel like if they had had more time to paint, because John yes. even said go in, add some lavenders, add some pinks. or Make this the is icing a, more believable. Right. Or it's not going to really read on camera. The hair looks absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. The hair is phenomenal. And I think adding all of those little icing pieces to the face is incredible. I I do understand what they feel like with the the bright blue eyes and the red red lips it is a little bit much having those pieces without them being
1: yeah, and, and even out. in the in the rule of makeup and beauty makeup, you don't wear really dark color lipstick and dark eyeshadow because yeah. you know it comes off a little bit too intense. You don't and, want to be Mimi from Drew Carey, yeah. <laughs> so you just, I just think if they would have had a bit more time with the beauty makeup, um, it might have been a little bit better. But like we said, there's a lot of details that make this character very believable and fall into its uh, element. Oh, look at that lollipop ballerina. I'm loving that. Look at that. And then how they had to add the oh. crown because there was that really hard. The oh. the face kept slipping and they had that hard seam. So then they. Yes. Uh-huh. Adding the, the L200, the tiara. Mm-hmm. That was genius to hide that wrinkle.
0: That was such a smart move. And then looking at this gingerbread, it's like day and night. This is phenomenal. So I think Walter, oh, my gosh, she should be so proud of this work because,
1: oh, my goodness. And the fact that also the lollipop princess, she was actually able to do a f- actual spin. Yes. I thought that was a full so twirl. awesome. Yes.
0: This is incredible. Like this, oh, my God, every single piece of this. And when he's talking and he's able to emote how they're saying they were worried to see how he emotes through all that makeup.
1: And spot on he really every single is. every single vowel syllable that is coming out of his mouth is just going so beautifully, and you can see his eyes; you can actually feel what the character is feeling. And it was just phenomenally done by everyone. Oh my goodness! I absolutely adored all of these makeups. These were and hey to the fact that they actually got to talk. Oh my god! Yeah, wow! I was cool. like, I didn't know that. That was a good, a nice little and surprise then for me too. We can pause
0: here. We'll be heading into the next one, but.
1: Oh, my goodness. And they this added a lot of cute little accents, and sometimes yeah. you can hear the actual creature actors' voices as well, and I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool.
0: And so, yeah, and Matt, who we've had on the show before, it was fun seeing him kind of get really, really into the look and how it changes and everything. Uh, oh, so. yeah,
1: definitely. He had, like, the m- the most fun out of anyone I know because he's, like, a super OG. He's been on for a while. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so good job, This one Matt. was absolutely incredible, adding that filigree fo-
0: frosting that we mentioned. And even though they weren't able to have the time to pre-paint in day two, they were still able to really knock it out. If they had had time to pre-paint in day two, mm-hmm. I think that Alice would have been, I don't want to say fleshed out more, because I guess it would be frosting out more. Yeah, Frosting out but, more. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really, really loved it, and considering that, you know, Walter said he was so nervous and overwhelmed and he felt like, you know, it was just Edge City trying to fix everything and having all the things walking up and having Rick Baker and everybody just lose it over his makeup. I love seeing just all that tension go away yeah. and that kind of like new oh, confidence you know what? that, th- that yeah. he needed to
1: hear, you know, especially from people that you look up to and that, yeah. you know, are your mentors and your role models and when you have their approval, it's just like you know what, maybe I'm doing something right. And it's obvious
0: that he is because there's a reason he's a finalist Mm -hmm. for the Battle Royale for the All-Star season. It's because these looks were absolutely incredible. They were literally very, very sweet. Yes. Sweet, sweet looks. Sweet. Pour some sugar on those. Um, Yeah, Rick was just saying that the fact that they were able to start all over and make all of this was pretty impressive in itself. it was
1: insane. I was surprised as well and everything came out just as good. Better because it was not only finessed With the prosthetic pieces, it was definitely with the color jobs on a lot of, you know, the lollipop princess and everything. And we were were not too happy with the wardrobe and things. And every complaint that I had before was totally fixed. Completely
0: fixed. fixed Yep. To the nth degree. I mean, they were able to add in to the big gingerbread arms that they weren't able to to mold last time. Mm -hmm. This, it was just... Perfectly put together. I think this was absolutely incredible. And as Walter said, this is one of the makeups he's the most proud of, and that he felt really, really just was one of the best ones. And I agree. I think this is one of the best that, I mean, we've seen. Throughout the seasons, it's just
1: definitely, and it's always really nice to see um, them overcome challenges. I think that's like the biggest inspiration that we can get because these artists are normal people as well, yeah, and they're in a competition, and it's just a lot at stake. Whether you're winning in life or in Face Off, so to watch them overcome, it's like the hero just conquer all at the end of the day. Yeah, and having Glenn even ask, you know, having to start all over,
0: how did that affect you mentally? And him being able to say, you know, it was kind of a bummer, but ultimately, I just did my best, and his best was absolutely fantastic. Kudos to you, Walter. Snaps to Walter, too. Absolutely phenomenal. But ultimately, unfortunately, he... Also did not win, though Glenn did say he definitely Mm -mm. belongs here in the finale, which he 100% proved. Um, Rick talking about how a typical gingerbread would not work and how he just knocked it out of the park. Matt, however, Matt Valentine, proven that it is Valentine's Day. He had Graham and Damien and Sasha was back, and we love Sasha. We love Sasha. So having Sasha back for the questionable queen, fitting. As our queen is currently <laughs> present. Yes. They had the tin jester, the porcelain prints, and then they had this toy-like transformation for Alice. Now, this was really, really cool because they added in this filigree and this grain texture to make this kind of wooden doll version. So much detail.
1: So like literally much within detail. the sculpture of the prosthetic and the airbrushing that Matt was doing was amazing. Oh, look and at I know, these hands I know off. they had mentioned because they were worried they had already been shooting by the time that they got. A chance to do the close-up of the hands. Um, it already had been later on in the day, but just Let's an- pause right there if we can. Look at those hands. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And they said they used a Krylon, uh p- pencil to be able to touch up whatever needed to be touched up. But just even knowing like the creature actors, uh, Isabel specifically was the one who did this. Um, we're we're aware of things like that so you know obviously if we don't have to wash our hands or maybe not touch things we can do that because we're aware that we're not going to get that touch-up time or maybe we won't have access to the makeup that mm-hmm. needs to be used so because matt said himself he's like i don't know how they held up and they look so well but i mean i feel like with a really good paint job as is and an amazing creature actress like you you got it in you got it in the game man what else you need to win we gotta give them a hand <laughs> A hand for the hands. Hee.
0: Now this is pretty cool too. The porcelain prints there oh my gosh she's just absolutely phenomenal that looks like it's completely carved out of porcelain having mm-hmm. the crown as the broken pieces this one they didn't really have to change too much but oh my gosh adding that sheen just absolutely made
1: it perfect and the cracks i feel like the, they made the cracks much more organic and even how they were worried yeah. that they have to blend certain pieces together he used it it was like drawing with a pen. There are no mistakes. Yeah. You just make it work and it fits so perfect. I was like, yes, you get those cracks. You follow those lines. <laughs> this
0: was an absolutely incredible look. John even was like, God, your makeup's so good. And Matt was talking about how he was like kind of beating him up in like a bro way. But yeah. oh, I
1: mean, yeah, John was super excited. Yeah. Like he was having moments. He was about to jump out of his seat. Look at this. Now, the tin jester, they
0: just, oh, and the filigree for the eyebrows, as Neville was saying, just looked incredible. So much. Now, detail. this is Actually, kind of funny too. I want them to show this. Uh, oh well, first of all, the tin jester, as they say, is like the the piece de la resistance, resistance. Resistance. The uh, uh, showcase item, as Neville calls, calls it, the tin jester here. This was incredible. Rick said it was by far the best. Alice, but man, this tin jester—it
1: was amazing. Wow. And you know, I know Megan personally. She's the creature actress who portrayed yes. this jester. She has so much fun anytime you add any dialogue and she she, she practices a lot especially to get into her character so I can only imagine how, what it took for her to get into this mindset and to come up with such a great voice for this character yes. because the voice fits so perfectly
0: for her character as well. And Glenn was talking about how this kind of accordion like quality makes it look like it's a spring and I'm like that's Megan that's yep. 100% Megan. You can't do that with editing you guys. That's no. It's just all her. Like She just knocks out of the park now watch this when they show the actual uh, throne though oh man this the detail as they said is by far the best Alice but when they show the actual throne I want them to show her sitting in it this I was wondering what they were going to use this from. This was in the Universal Prop Department. That's the throne from Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh. That's Charlize Thrones evil queen. That's her throne from Snow White and the Huntsman. So that's kind of funny that they were able to reuse it and the action and the makeup is so beautiful you don't notice at
1: all that is already. No. Not unless you're Elena and then, you know, you find (laughs) out. So that's good to know. I didn't even notice. It looks so cool. All of this
0: together. And the fact that the throne itself is made out of wood that they burned. So having the Alice wooden just makes it even cooler knowing that it's instead of painting it, they really did have burned wood for the throne.
1: Yes. See, just another reason to watch After Buzz TV. You find out all these crazy little facts that you never would (laughs) have known before, little details you wouldn't have seen unless someone pointed it out. Everything was so cute, especially like the knobs behind each character with uh, the turn knob and then the pull string. I was like oh, no, they did not just put a pull string on this Alice. And I get why the pull string, because
0: at first I was wondering, like, why does it matter? It looks so much cooler with the pull string, like, not coming out. But I get it's because she has to run away. So for her to get away, if he was still holding it, then she would have been pulled backwards.
1: And at the same time, I felt that it was slow motion. It was a deep message, Elena. It was the fact that she she only had a certain amount of time to run out before she ran out of emotion. Because that's like, that's a usual doll. You pull on the string and it says a certain thing and then it stops but it was just the right timing that she snaps out of it and I just I, I love the timing of the of the way they shot this and even when they first came up and walked to the judges and to Rick Baker they walked up as their characters yeah. not once did anything ever make me for, think that oh I'm watching something on TV that someone's performed no this was a magic dream come true This was incredible, and for Matt, it definitely was a dream come true,
0: because he got $100,000, a new Fiat, a trip to one of Krylon's many, many locations. So, congratulations, Matt very very well earned win this was phenomenal this whole season he's been pretty incredible so to be a finalist season 1 to then winning the final season of face off that is a pretty phenomenal accomplishment congratulations of course, of matt course. Congratulations. congratulations to everybody who was yes. on this season and on all of the seasons of face off yes. 13
1: seasons some absolutely phenomenal artists of course the best the most professional the most talented the most imaginative so many so many good things that i could say about these wonderful people that i believe are helping change and form art in today's world and inspiring all the great fans that watch face off i'm really sad that it's
0: over because it has been such an inspiring and such a cool i mean Obviously, a huge part of your life. Yeah. It has. And then doing the after show here for the past several years. This was my one of my first shows that I ever did as the full season was face off oh really when I first moved out here to LA
1: so wow. thank you to the face off family oh, a lot wow. of us uh, artists and a lot of us creature Aww. actors hear that a lot you know it's one of the first gigs that we were able to get when we get out here in la and it really has been a blessing and such a great opportunity and like I keep saying this may be the last season this may be the last episode but the legacy will continue as long as we are and we keep doing what we love to do and keep creating what we keep imagining and inspiring others, we are going to continue to change the world with art. So thank you, Face Off, and thank you, fans.
0: Thank you, guys. Oh, we're like tearing up right now. <laughs> yeah. So, oh.
1: But I'm, I'm always really good about it. And then once I start talking about it, I'm like, yeah, it is the last show. <laughs> Goodbye. My it's last. It's crazy. Ado, that this ado. is the last one. But thank you guys for taking this crazy
0: trip to Wonderland with us for the past 13 seasons, for the past uh, six seasons for you, five seasons, eight, for, seasons. eight seasons for eight you. Seasons. Eight seasons. Wow. Eight. Yeah,
1: that's Thanks. two hands right there. So many. So many. Incredible. At least over 50 creatures. And then where can everybody find you as well? Well, everyone can continue to find me on Instagram at the My Jelly or if not at the official Naeli Morales and stay tuned for my links for my vlog and all my awesome work. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan,
0: A-L-A-N-A-J-O-R-D-A-N, and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan Girl. I've been posting some of my favorite looks from the various after shows for face off as a little farewell, so you can find those there. Again, be sure to subscribe, rate, comment. We love hearing from you guys. You can find us all here at Afterbuzz TV. Check out all of our shows. And We'll see you guys around. We love you. Farewell, face off. Thank you for everything. You. Mwah. We love you guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.